Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for January 3rd, 2023. This is the first today's word message for 2023. I am super excited about it. I'm excited about what God gave me during the break. I hope that you enjoyed the break as well. I had to take some time. God refreshed me, restored me, spoke to me. I'm excited. I hope that you are about this season. There's some things that God has given me to give to you for this season. I'm, I'm excited about sharing with you what he gave me on New Year's Eve about what we're going to be teaching in January and also some things that I just heard from our pastors, my pastors, that I'm also going to share with you. I'm calling this the first today's word message of 2023, going back to believing in a God who can do anything. I want you to believe in a God who can do anything. There was a time in your life when you believed God for everything, and maybe you lost something along the way, but in this season, God is going to restore it. God is going to bring it back. Let's believe in a God who can do anything. Let's get ready for the word. Let's believe in a God who can do anything. Let's get to it. All right, so first of all, we just crossed over to another year. And these calendar years give us an opportunity to reflect. They give us an opportunity uh, to kind of check our progress, to, to have some, a time of introspection uh, with the Father, just to kind of see. It's not like God is tied to calendar years. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but what they do is give us an opportunity to rededicate. Say rededicate. Matter of fact, put this in the chat. Say, say, I believe in a God who can do anything, if, if that's what resonated in your heart. And also, if you want to rededicate, just recommit yourself. Put it in the chat. Say it out loud. I rededicate. I recommit myself. We should do this on a continual basis. It gives us an opportunity to check our progress, see if we're making progress with God, if we are becoming the man or the woman that God has called us to be, if, we, if our feet are bound to the path that God established for us from the foundations of the world, or if we have gone astray a little bit, or maybe straight to the left or straight to the right. The Holy Spirit will bring us back, get some course corrections where we can believe God, make sure that we're staying on the path that God destined for us, our individual assignment. So we get an opportunity every calendar year to rededicate our lives to the, to the God's will, to seeking God's will and knowing that we are doing what God called us to do while we're in the land of the living. It also gives us an opportunity to set new goals, to make positive changes, just to make sure that, that we are doing what God wants us to do, that our lives are aligned with his will. Say amen to that. Say it out loud, put it in the chat. My life is aligned with God's will. As we enter every year I, at our church, we go on a fast, on a 21-day fast, and the fast started yesterday, so we're in day two of the fast. And so during this fast, we're just seeking God, and, and I'm excited about what God has already said to me about 2023 and what he will share as well. And if you're fasting, this is a seat, and even if you're not, this is a season for you to seek God concerning what he wants to do in your life in 2023 so that you can live a disciplined life. What you want to do is get, at the end of every year, you want to get incrementally closer to God's overall expected end for your life. On New Year's Eve, um, Isabella and I were in church praying. Uh, well, we were in worship, and I love to worship. But on New Year's Eve, uh, during worship, and our worship was man, it was off the. There was a, 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 a an artist, uh, Micah Stampley. He was he was leading us in worship, 
and the power of God, the worship environment was so strong. I was on my knees in worship and I, I wasn't seeking God for anything. Like, you know, th this, here's a key for those of you that ask me all the time, well, Rick, how do you hear God's voice? A lot of times God will not speak to you clearly when you're always asking him for stuff. Sometimes you got to seek his face and not his hand. Sometimes you got to spend time just seeking his face and not his hand. His hand is what, God, I want you to do this, do this, do this. Sometimes you just got to spend time with him, just seeking his face. So anyway, on New Year's Eve, I was on my knees, just seeking his face, just spending time with him in worship. It's almost like I was in a church full of people, but it didn't matter. It's like nobody around me mattered, right? And so I was there, it was just like in God's, woo, glory. I love that. So anyway, while I was there, the Lord just shared with me, just br briefly, it just came to me. In January, I'm going to teach a series on the miracles of Jesus. The, every miracle that Jesus performed while he was in the land of the living, while he was on the earth, we're going to cover it starting tomorrow. So starting tomorrow, I'm going to teach you every miracle that Jesus performed while he was on the earth. And as I teach these miracles, I'm telling you, it's going to do something for you. It's going to reignite the passion and the faith and the fervor and the zeal that you once had. So the Lord told me to teach on the miracles. Uh, I'm excited about it. But there's some things that I want to share with you today before we get to the miracles. So what does this mean for you today? I'm just going to set, like level set us for, for 2023. There's three things that I'm going to address this morning. And as I do, I pray that you open up your heart to receive. You ready? Three things. Number one, here we go. So first of all, number one, I know that 2022 was a difficult year for many, but we are in a new season. Now, 2022, and it could have just been like the last few years, but I know that 2022 was a difficult season for many people. Obviously, I talk to people all the time as a man of God, as a pastor, I'm ministering to people all the time. And so I know what challenges people are going through. And then Isabella and I had our own set of challenges. And so most people, like for us, 2023, I mean, 2022 for Isabella and I was a very difficult year. We had to face and overcome any challenges. Now, people may say, well, Rick, I didn't know. I didn't know you was going through something. Well, we don't make it a practice to glorify challenges, right? As a as a believer, at least for us, uh, Isabella and I, we don't make it a practice to glorify challenges. You're probably never going to know when we're going through something uh, because there's very few people, right? You know, obviously we all have people that we go to, but it's not like we're going to go to a lot of people and I'm not going to be talking about whatever we're going through because we're going to get, we, we have the grace to overcome. Remember, when you ask God for less challenge, oftentimes what he does is give you more grace. But anyway, we went through a lot of challenges. We faced them. We overcame them by the grace of God, thankfully. And I believe that 2022, uh, and like I said, maybe even the last two or three years was so difficult for, for, for some people that it's like some people have lost something along the way. It's almost like, like, like the challenges of the last few years have stripped some people of their joy, have stripped them of the excitement and the zeal and the faith and the fire that they once had. So on New Year's Eve, my pastors, my spiritual parents, Apostles Tony and Cynthia Brazelton, they said that this year, 2023, would be a, a year of refreshing and restoring. And I'm always seeking God concerning what to share with you. And the Lord told me to just to embrace that. And so I will be teaching you about refreshing and restoring all year long in different ways. We'll be teaching that throughout the year. But in this season, I want you to know, listen, look at me and put it in the chat and say it out loud. Say it, say in this season, I will be refreshed, restored, and revived. I want you to say that. I want you to put it in the chat. In this season, I will be refreshed, 
I will be restored. I will be revived. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going back. God is going to restore some things in my life. God is going to refresh some things in my life. Say amen to that. I want you to get your joy back. I want you to get your fire back. I want you to get your excitement back. I want you to get your zeal. I believe that in this season, God is going to restore the zeal and the passion and the fire and the fervor that you once had. There was a time where you were you was more fired up about God and it's like you lost something along the way. But in this season, you're going to get it back. And I listen, I know that I, I've already got some stuff back and you're going to get it back as well. Say amen to that. All right. Number two, this will be a season of refreshing and restoring. This will be a season of refreshing and restoring. Let me talk about that a little bit. Uh, uh, and then really, I'm going to share some things that my pastor shared with us, and then we're going to take it from there. So on New Year's Eve, the scripture they shared was Psalms 126 and 4 from the Passion Translation. As I read this to you, I want you to get this down in your heart. Listen, listen to what the Bible says. Now, Lord, do it again. Who glory. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. Let me read it to you again. Get this down in your heart. Now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. Streams of refreshing just flowing over us and over us and over us and over you until dry hearts, every dry place in your heart will be drenched again. I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2022 was difficult. I got it. I got it. You went through some stuff. There was a season where you cried, where you had to believe God, where you was like, God, why is this happening to me? But guess what? You're going to be restored again, revived again. Every dry place in your life will be drenched again. Lord, do it again. Hallelujah. So we got to get back to the place where we believe God for the supernatural. We got to get back to the place where we have well, we believe God for everything, where our hearts are set on God for all things. I remember, I don't know about you, but I remember when we had to believe God for everything. When Isabella and I got married, oh my God, when, when Isabella and I got married, we didn't have anything. We had to believe God for everything. And I, I think that in, in 2023, a lot of us, uh, a lot of people that watch today's word are seasoned people. And a lot of us today, we're so comfortable. We're not where we used to be. And we're so comfortable that we may not pray as much as we should. We may not seek God's face or believe God as much as, much as we should. I've, I've heard it said that, uh, and I've been all around the world and I've seen this, but I've heard it said that miracles are not as commonplace in the United States as they are in other places because desperation is the breeding ground of miracles. Put that in the chat. Desperation is the breeding ground of miracles. And in the United States, a lot of people are just not desperate. And so a lot of people today, especially in the U.S., are so comfortable that they're too comfortable to be desperate. And I'm not saying you have to be desperate. You shouldn't have to be desperate. But what I'm saying is you need to cry out to God. You need to call out to him. You need to seek his face. You need to, you, we got to go back to a time where we used to just believe God. The text said, now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. There was a time in our lives, I don't know about you, but Isabella and I had to believe God for everything. But now many of us, watch this, Many of us rely more on our bank account than we do on God. We rely more on our bank account than we do our prayer room. But no, in this season, this is, is this going to be a season for us to go back? Say, I'm going back. I'm going back 
to where I want to seek God for everything. And whether we have the money or not, doesn't matter. Father, what do you want to do? I, I don't want to do anything that you don't want to do. I don't want to just do it because we have the money. I don't want to just do it because we can. I don't want to just do it because we have the flexibility. No, I want to seek your face. God has taken us back. I'm, I, I'm telling you, we're going back to a time where we're going to spend time with God. We're, we're, in this season, we're going to hear the call. We're going to spend more time in God's presence. We're going to be more aware of his leading. We're going to be more discerning with the Holy Spirit in all things. This is how we're going to maximize 2023. Say amen to that. The text says, may streams of your refreshing God flow over us, over us, over us until the dry hearts are drenched again. I believe that we're going back to a time where, where we used to just believe God, where we walked with our hearts open to God for everything, that they, we had a level of faith, a level of confidence, that we just believed that we could do anything, right? We didn't have nothing, but we believed God for everything. We didn't have anything, but we believed that God could do, I'm talking about going back to that type of faith. I'm talking about to where every dry place in your life will be wet again, will be drenched again. God is going to fill your hearts again. Say, Lord, do it again. Put it in the chat. Say, Lord, do it again. I want us to have the level of excitement that we once had. I, I don't know about you, but the text says every dry place in your heart will be drenched again in this season. Say amen to that. All right. And then number three, last one for today. There's a reason why God wants me to teach on miracles. I was, as I was, as he told me on New Year's Eve to teach on miracles, and then I've had a couple of days to, to pray about it and think about it. Man, I am so excited about this series. It's starting tomorrow on miracles. But there's a reason why God wants me to teach on miracles. As I go through the miracles of Jesus, as we go through miracle after miracle after miracle, as we as we look at the supernatural through our eye gates and through our ear gates and it gets down in our, in our heart, as we begin the year, normally what I do at the beginning of the year is I teach you on vision. I teach you on, on laying out vision, seeking God for a vision, laying out a plan, laying out goals, like very methodical. That's what I normally do in January. God said, no, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you. I don't want it to be like organized. I don't want it to be logical. I, no, no, no. I want you to preach miracles. And I want, I want people to believe in the illogical, in the unreasonable, in the impossible. I, it was like, son, no, I want you to preach some stuff that, that can't happen. I want you to preach impossible stuff. I want the people to believe that the impossible is possible for them. So as I'm preaching the miracles of Jesus, I'm telling you, I want you to believe in the supernatural again. I want you to believe in a God who can heal cancer. Come on now. I want you to believe in a God who can cause cause deaf ears to open. I'm talking I want you to believe in a God who can cause blind eyes to see. I want you to believe in a God who can do anything. I want you to I remember uh, uh I'll use uh, Joshua as an example. I remember when Joshua was born, he had a hole in his heart and, and the the doctor said, "Hey, listen, I don't want you to be alarmed. We were at Madigan uh, Army Medical Center in, in uh, uh, JBLM in Fort Lewis, Washington. And, and the doctor said, listen, there's a hole in his heart. Show me uh, uh, on the x-ray. Your son has a hole in his heart, but don't worry, sir. We'll be monitoring it. We'll just make a note of it. This is something that may heal over time. This is something that may close up. But for now, we got to be very careful. He was only two years old and blah, blah, blah. And while he was saying that, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. I, I, can, I remember I was 
in that room. The doctor was right here. We were both looking at this x-ray and the Holy Spirit rose up inside of me and said, your son does not have a hole in his heart. Your son does not have a hole in his heart. And so I looked at him and, and I was like, okay. And then and I was like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? And when we were leaving, the Lord told me to make an appointment with that same doctor in two weeks. And so we, we made an appointment. I, I wrote about this in my book and they didn't want to give us the appointment. And I said, I need an appointment with the same doctor in two weeks. But there's really no reason, sir. I said, give me the appointment. They gave me the appointment. I came back in two weeks. I asked the doctor to run the x-ray again. He was like, Come, uh, that's a waste of time. I said, sir, I need you to do this again. He was like, well, sir, I said, I'm not going nowhere. I need you to do this again. He did the x-ray, put it up there. He couldn't find a hole. Why? Because I believe God. God said, no, he, your son does not have a hole in his heart. And we, he, he told me when to come back. He told me, and then the doctor was like, well, maybe the last, no, no. He had a hole two weeks ago. He don't have a hole now because I believe in a God who can do all things. I remember when, when Ethan was being born and, and he was born at 28 weeks and the doctor came in there and said, listen, your son is going to be born at 28 weeks. And, and listen, uh, uh, so listen, uh, uh, we, even with all modern medicine, we can't stop the baby from coming. But because he's going to be born at 28 weeks, don't be alarmed. He's not going to be able to breathe. When babies come out, normally they cry. Your son is not going to cry because his lungs are not developed yet. So we're going to have a team here. Don't get alarmed. But this team is going to intubate the baby. And, and, and so we're going to intubate the baby. We're going to have to put him on a breathing machine. And then don't, and his eyes won't be developed. So he may have some eye issues for the rest of his life. But we're going to put him on a machine to deal with that. He's going to have what, what looks like jaundice coming out. But that's okay. We'll work with him. And his lungs won't be developed. And this, and they it said a bunch of stuff. And, and, and so Isabella's in labor. Isabella's about to get, get the baby, push the baby out while all of this is going on. And, and I, I didn't want to be disrespectful. I let him do his job. And I said, are you done? He said, yes. I grabbed Isabella's face. Isabella's face. I pushed it towards me. And I said, babe, we don't receive anything that man just said. None of that applies to us because the whole time the Holy Spirit was like, no, that doesn't apply. When my baby came out with 28 weeks, he was this big. He was this big. And when he came out, there was four people there ready to intubate him. When he came out, he was screaming. He came out crying. Why? Because we believe in a God who can do all things. Listen, I'm talking about we got to get back to a point where we believe God. We, we believe God for everything. I'm talking about a God who will deliver people from the spirit of suicide. I'm talking about a God who will bring wayward children back home. I'm talking about a God who will restore broken marriages. I'm talking about a God who will take marriages that, that people that were supposed to be together who had a divorce in this season, God will bring you back. You get married again. I'm talking about that kind of God. I want you to believe again. I want you to lift up your heart and get excited. During this season, I'm going to let you know right now in the month of January while I'm teaching the miracles. Yeah, sometimes I'm teaching and I say, hey, listen, I don't want to get too excited. Let me just teach you. No, I'm going to get excited. I'm going to get excited in January. I may be preaching every morning. I don't care. I want you to believe God. I want you to open up your heart to his love, his grace, and his power. I want you to believe in a God who can do all things. The Bible says in Mark 9 and 23, all things are possible to him that believes. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Say, I'm a believer and not a doubter. Put it in the chat. All things are possible for me. I, I believe. I believe again. All things are possible to me. Why? Because I believe again. I want you to get to the place where you're believing God, a God who can do anything. As I preach these miracles, your faith is going to be ignited. As I preach these, these miracles, your heart is going to be open. This is a season where you will see the invisible and believe the impossible. This is a season where you will walk with God to a greater level. And this is a season of restoration and the restitution of all things. This is a season of joy and power. This is a season for us to see the hand of God move like we haven't seen him move in a long time. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about 2023. And I hope that you share my excitement. If you're excited, 
Put it in the chat. Amen. I'm excited. I want you to close this message out. We're going to close it out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for your love and grace. I believe this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. In this season, I will be refreshed in my spirit. I will spend time with you and the Holy Spirit will renew, refresh, restore, and revive me on the inside. This inner revival will lead to an outward manifestation of your glory in and through my life to such a degree that everyone around me will have to acknowledge your hand on my life. I also declare that this is a season of restoration and restitution for me. Whatever I lost along the way in 2022 will be restored to a greater degree. I get my joy back in this season. You, Father, will restore to me the former glory and even take it to another level. You will also cause the enemy to have to pay restitution for every attack that he brought against me. It would have been better for Satan to have leave me alone. This is our season and this is our time. I believe you, Father, for the supernatural. There's nothing you can't do. And I believe the supernatural will be natural to me in 2023. You open my eyes to see the invisible. You open my heart to believe the impossible. You manifest your best in my life, in this season. And I boldly declare, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow, we're going to have another one. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you're going to want these notes. I'm talking about the miracles. You want the series. You want these notes. Go to todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button. Get Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I need you to do me a favor right now. Two things. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat. Tell me if you enjoy the message or, or what this message meant to you. And then number two, and do it now. Leave me some comments in the chat. I like to read those comments. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing day. I'm excited about 2023, and I hope that you are as well. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose.
If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.